Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the Fit and Lit Podcast. My name is Bridget Koenig. I'm your host, and we're going to talk about fitness and literature. Maybe not so much literature today because I've got some healthy tips for gearing up for the new year. So it is the first week of December today as the as of the time that I'm filming this and or recording this, however you choose. This is on YouTube if you are listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or on the RSS feed. There is a YouTube, like you can watch this on YouTube so you can get all my hand gestures, my eye rolls and all of that. Um, if you choose, just make sure to subscribe and like and comment or leave a review on any of these platforms because it really helps me out, especially because I'm a new to the podcasting world. But today I have some tips, five to be exact, for gearing up for the new year. So as we trudge through, trudge? Yeah, that's the right word, right? Trudge as we trek through this holiday season. There are parties, there are all of these fun, family-oriented, friend-oriented, just joyous time Lots of time to consume and spend money (laughs) and eat food and chocolate and hot chocolate and just sit on the couch by the fire. You get the idea. Well, as the first of the year comes by, that is when the new year, new me, kind of new outlook on life new spending habits, new, just everyone wants to have new goals, new resolutions in the new year. So I have five that kind of is leading up to the first things that you should be thinking about before the first of the year actually comes around. So, um, for this podcast, if you want to have a There is going to be a blog post associated with this on the Awaken website. So if you just go to awakencardiokickboxing.com, of course, I'll leave the link down below. You can read through this. But if you are watching this or if you're sitting at the table, you might want to take some notes just so that you can implement these throughout the month of December so that by the time the first of the year comes around, you are ready to go. Speaking of the first of the year coming soon, I am looking for two new nutrition clients, people who want to implement their nutrition journey, uh, change their eating habits, maybe lose some weight, maybe gain some muscle, maybe just eat a little bit healthier to feel better for their digestion, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I'm looking for two new people that want to start as of like January 1st. Now with my nutrition program, I need at least three weeks for just the sign-up process to learn about you, to learn your food habits, um, see where you're, what you're currently doing so that we can make changes as we go along. So if you start on the first, we're not implementing things until the end of January. So if you want to start those changes, um, contact me now. Again, there's going to be a link down below that you can click and apply and, um, that way we can get you started during these first three weeks, you are doing nothing. You are changing nothing. You are living your life exactly as you are now so that I can get to know you. My nutrition counseling 
program goes very, very slow. It is led by you. So if you are not comfortable doing something, we'll, we'll change something else. And it's just little tweaks, maybe one a week, maybe once every two weeks, very little changes. On average, my nutrition clients, if you're in the weight loss realm, lose about a pound a week. So just um, a heads up. My goal is to educate you during this nutrition journey so that you don't have to use me anymore. I don't want to work with you forever. I would probably really enjoy our relationship, but I don't want to be talking to you about food forever. So my goal is to teach you what you need and send you off on your way. So if you're interested in something like that and you want to get started in January, now is the time to sign up. Again, it's about a three-week process of just setting up. Again, you don't pay anything until we actually start. So if you want to apply there's a link down below. All right, let's get started with our five tips for gearing up for the new year. Number one, schedule your days, schedule your self-care technically. So your workouts, your meals, your social time, and then treat it like a work meeting. Like you cannot miss it. You deserve to have that time by for you and we deserve to have the those three healthy, super healthy parts of our lives. Your workouts. This doesn't have to be something like going to the gym for two hours. This can be scheduling in a 30-minute walk around your block. It doesn't have to be something crazy. It can be simple, okay? Scheduling these things in. So if you say that you're going to do something, you need to do it. Treat it like a work meeting. Planning your meals. I would suggest every Sunday or every day that you have to rest that is leading up to a long stretch of days where you are not resting. For me, that's Sunday. I have Sundays off and then I have a very full week. If you are off Tuesday and Wednesday, maybe plan that day to be on a Wednesday to plan all this stuff out and then work Thursday through Monday just going. It leaves room for smooth sailing. Again, these meals do not have to be complicated. You don't have to have gourmet meals at every single meal. A general, very general. Okay, so for breakfast, uh, I'm going to have toast and some fruit. Okay, for lunch, I think I'm going to have leftovers from the night before. Okay, at night, I'm going to make some kind of pasta dish using... um, the frozen vegetables that I have in the freezer. Again, these meals don't have to be insane. You don't have to have like a strict grocery list. You don't have to have strict plan of like exactly what you're going to do, but having at least, at least some sort of idea of what you're going to eat for every meal during the week, it can be repeats. I eat the same thing every single day almost, (laughs) but it doesn't have to be crazy. Okay. Don't make it complicated. It can be simple, but planning it out leaves a lot of decision-making to be done rather than you having to get home from a long day and then don't know what you're going to eat and then end up just driving home, driving through a drive-through on the way home because you just can't make another decision. I know, especially as women and moms, like, you know, the, the running joke is, hey, babe 
what do you want to go eat? Oh, I don't know. How about tacos? No, not that. How about hamburgers? No, not that. How about sushi? No, not that. Well, tell me what you want to eat. Oh, I don't know. You know, because we're just so tired of making the decisions and like one last decision is just going to break us. Like, we're just like, I don't care what we're going to do. Like, let's just go through the drive-thru, which usually doesn't lead to the healthiest choices. So just planning out your meals very, very easily, like very simplistic, nothing like don't make it complicated, make it super simple. Okay. And then your social time. We are humans and we are, we thrive on being social. We are social beings. We are, we crave connection and it's so important for our health, for our mental health to be social with the right kind of people. So scheduling in your social time at least once a week, even if it's just a phone call or a few texts to a friend, make sure that you schedule that in and make sure that it gets done. Again, this is so important. You can also mix these together. You can have a meal with a friend. You can go on a walk with a friend. Then you're like getting both your workout, your meal, and your social time all together. So again, keep it simple. Make good connections. Don't eat like an asshole and move your body. Super simple. And if you set those days, if you set those things that you're going to do, do it. Do it. Just do it. Treat it like a work meeting. All right. Number two is have a routine. Now, during this time of the year, routine is like the last thing that a lot of us have, including myself. We've got lots of trips planned or like not trips, but like, you know, well, I guess, yeah, trips like going to see family, going to go see the lights in a different city, going over here, going over there. The kids have you know, a few weeks off, which isn't part of our routine when they are going to school. Like there's no, like there's no routine in day-to-day life. So number two is have a routine. Um, any routine is fine. It can be a morning routine, a night routine, a routine before you go to the gym. Um, it can be something super simple like that, a routine before you go to work and then just trying to pick one if not all three, like if you have a morning and night routine and a routine before you go to the gym, that's great. That's awesome. You are able to stick to those and have some kind of normalcy during these times that you can bring with you into the new year. But if you are somebody who does not have a routine right now, just pick something that is going to be the easiest for you. For me, the easiest for me is a night routine. That is the time when I am usually not bothered by my, not bothered, but like I'm not having to serve my kids, I guess. I'm not having to really pay attention to them because they're asleep. I'm not going to be interrupted because somebody is hungry. So my night routine is a, you know, a routine that I want to stick with. I'm going to take a shower I'm going to do my skincare routine. I'm going to get in my cozy PJs. And then when I lay in bed, whether I want to read or listen to a podcast before I go to sleep, that is my nighttime routine. Okay. In the morning, if you have a morning routine, try to wake up at the same time. If you don't wake up at the same time, do the the things that you, that are part of your routine in the same order every time. 
wake up, go to the bathroom, brush your teeth, drink some water, have your breakfast, drink your coffee, etc. You know, just whatever your routine looks like. Pick one if you don't have it already and try to establish this routine before the start of the year so that you have some kind of normalcy during this crazy time. Number three, make a list of things. Make a list of the things that I just talked about. Write it down. If you have any goals, if you have any routine that you want to follow, your workouts, your meals, your social time, all of the scheduling, write it down. If you are not a paper and pen person, write it in your phone. Schedule these things in your phone, in your phone calendar, however you prefer, however you're going to look at it. If you don't do these things, you're going to realize that weeks will go by, days will go by, months will go by, and you won't even notice until it's too late. Like sometimes I'm like, oh, shoot, it's already December 5th. Like, okay, that went by way too fast and I didn't even do X, Y, and Z. Or like, oh, I was doing this running routine and I forgot that, you know, I was supposed to run three times this week and this week went by and only ran once because you just forget. Don't rely on your memory, especially during this crazy time because there's so much to do. Your brain cannot remember all of these things that you want to do. You are your number one priority here. Write these things down. Don't rely on your memory to remember all of these things. Number four, make a list of your goals and needs for your spouse, friends, and your household and or, okay, whatever applies to you. Write down your goals and why they are important to you. The meaning behind them, like the deeper the meaning behind your goals, the better. You're going to write down your needs. Sorry, you're going to write down your goals for yourself. Then you're going to write down your needs for the people around you. And I'm going to explain this in a little bit. Now, this little, I I don't know if I made this up or if I like took this idea from someone, but I'm going to say that I made it up because I've never seen anyone else do it. So again, we are social animals. We have people around us. We have friends, hopefully. We have family, hopefully. We might have a roommate. We might have, I don't know. You're going to have people around you and the people around you are going to either help or hinder your progress and whatever your goals are. We are this, the, we pull traits from the people around us to create who we are. Okay. So, uh, okay. I'm just going to get into some examples so that this makes sense. For example, if you are a I'm just going to use myself as an example. Okay. I'm a mom. I have two kids. I have a husband and we all live in the same house. Okay. So one of my things, this is me going to be writing to my husband or talking with my husband. I prefer to write it down because you can put it on the fridge. You can put it somewhere where they can see it and be like, oh, I don't remember talking about that. You could be like, it's right here on the fridge. Like, can you please refer back to it? Or whatever. Okay. Okay. So here's an example. My goal is to go to kickboxing class twice a week to gain more confidence in my own body. These classes are offered Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. My need for my husband would be when I have a workout planned, please don't make me feel guilty when I leave the house instead of staying home with you and the kids. 
It's only one hour and I'll come back feeling much better and have a happier attitude. And we can shower together after. Wink, wink. So this is letting your partner know, I really want to go to kickboxing class twice a week. I think it will help me gain more confidence in myself and like, I'll have a better, happier attitude. So it benefits you as well. If you don't make me feel guilty when I leave the house, instead of staying home with you guys on the couch to watch a movie, for example. So there's a little bit more meaning. There's a little bit of, you know, because I'm going to be taking care of myself, this is also going to be benefiting you. And this is really important to me. So this is how you can help me reach my goal. Another option is, um, um, I guess we can just use, yeah, we'll just say this is me again. Okay. Um, so this is me and, um, I have a really, really active social friend group that likes to go out to bars and eat at restaurants. Okay. I'm just, this is, that's not true. I don't go out to bars and restaurants with my friends, but that's a, that's a personal choice. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Okay. So this is pretend me. Okay. So my goal is to eat healthfully so that I don't have another health scare. The last time I went to the doctor, it really scared me. I want to be able to play with my grandkids one day and to live a healthy life and grow old with you. This need to my friends is when we go out to eat and I choose a salad or only get water instead of my normal fruity cocktail, please be supportive and don't peer pressure me into drinking or eat, eating mozzarella sticks, which are my weakness. So this is saying to your friends, like, I was scared. This really scared me because my health isn't what it should be. I want to grow old with you because you are my friend. And I want to have this continued relationship throughout until we're old. I want to grow old with you. And I want to be able to play with my grandkids one day and not just be sick or, you know, unfortunate, you know, you know, or worse. Um, so for you to help me and again, I'm helping you by staying your friend, staying your healthy friend. Please don't peer pressure me into eating or drinking things that I don't want to, um, you know, and that's setting a boundary with your friend that is telling them that they are super important to you and that you're only trying to better yourself so that you can be better for them. Okay. Um, so just some things like that. And the list can go on and on and on. This is what my goal is. This is why it's important to me. And this is how you can help me and giving your friend or your spouse or your house person that opportunity to help you. A lot of people around you, especially your friends and family are looking for ways to help you. Sometimes there's people, I'm one of them where I will not just straight up ask for help. And I kind of like, if somebody says, can I help you? I'm like, oh no. But like in that moment, when someone says, can I help you? I hadn't even thought about it. But if you give some thought into it of like how someone can help you, the more likely they are going to help you. If your friends and family or whoever you're around don't um, respect these boundaries and your goals, um, if it's friends, man, I don't know what to tell you. The best thing that I can say is like, Maybe have those friends for, maybe they're just like sometimes 
like they're friends for a specific thing. If you are trying to go work out more and your friends don't respect that, then when you go to the gym, you can have gym friends. You can make gym friends there. Um, you don't have to, you know, totally not talk to your friends ever again, but just kind of understand that, you know, if they're not supporting you in something that is benefiting both of you, then, you know, where's this friendship really going? When it comes to spouse, it's just, that's a really hard, hard thing. And I'm sorry, I don't have um, any advice other than keep doing you if they don't like it. Well, I don't know. Most of the time though, you will notice that they'll come around. It might take a year, might take two years, might take five years, but they'll come around and they'll realize the changes that you're making. And they're going to be like, oh, hold on. Can I, can I join you? Like, can I go to the gym with you? Like, this is great. <laughs> and they might notice that you're happier too. So just give it some time. And, um, yeah, I, that's as far as my advice is going to go because this ain't that type of podcast, but all right. <laughs> and my number five is why wait until the first you can change your life at any time. You can start now. You can start February 7th. If that's when you realize that you need change in your life, change then. The longer you wait, the longer you are procrastinating change. And there's that famous quote, when you're not, what you're not changing, you're choosing. So don't wait. If you are feeling inclined to change your life now, just start now. And you can refer back to one of my other podcasts where we talk about something will always be in the way. There will always be a time. There will always be a party or you have to go out of town or it's Christmas or it's a New Year's party or it's my best friend's birthday. There will always be a time when you are going to be challenged. Life on this fitness and nutrition journey is not going to be linear. You're going to have good days. Then you're going to have days when you just indulge yourself in a little bit of cake or you go out of town and you skip a workout. Having those times will not hinder the rest of your, your work. It's just like, like, this is like a super old, um, what is it called? Metaphor. So if you're driving down the road, you're making progress woohoo, and you blow a tire, you're not going to just go and pop all your tires and say, oh, hell with it. I don't need this car anymore. No, you're just going to just go replace that tire and move on. That's the same thing as with your journey. Don't pop all four tires just because one blows. You still have three extra tires and you only have to replace one. Don't self-sabotage. I know it's so hard, but you deserve to have a healthy life. You deserve to have a healthy life and you deserve to have good friends and good people that support you. So with that being said, I hope that you take these five tips and apply them to your life somehow, even if it's just one of them. And um, let me know which one stuck out the most to you and which one you think will help you the most going through this really busy time of year. Um, let me know in the comments or send me a DM on Instagram at Bridget.Koenig and, or threads. I'm on threads. I'll leave a little thread open. Go reply to it. Um, I think it's just Bridget.Koenig too. I'm going to say which tip 
are you going to utilize the most or which one stuck out to you the most? And then um, go reply there. Um, and yeah, we have, we are in the slay the season challenge full force. Everyone is doing so good. The workouts are awesome. It's really cool to watch everybody do all these Christmas themed workouts and get to chit chat with everybody. Um, we will have a program coming in January that is self-led. I'm going to have a self-led option and then also a coach-led option where you will actually get to talk to me and we can come up with a plan together as well as one where you just buy the program and you just follow it at your own leisure. Um, on YouTube, we have Vlogmas in full effect. I kind of did this on a whim, but I'm so glad that I did because I'm already learning so much about like editing videos and picking up the camera and like vlogging and doing things. And it's only been like five videos. So go follow that. Um, it's going to be really cool to watch. Like, actually, it's not going to be cool to watch the first video, but it's going to be really cool to see the changes from the first video to the last video of Vlogmas. And again, that's going to go until Christmas. We're doing some Christmassy things, um, doing some vlog runs and, um, yeah, go check that out again on this channel on YouTube um, vlogmas. And, um, I think that's all I have for you guys. Be on the lookout for announcements for the new year program. This is going to be a really good one. It's going to be a long one. It's going to be one that we can add on throughout the year. And that is all I have for you. Again, go reply on threads and check the show notes for any links and the blog so you can follow along with these anytime. We'll see you next time. Bye.